You are listening to the audio preaching podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. Though located in the heart of the Silicon Valley, you will hear fervent, old-fashioned revival preaching from the pulpit of North Valley Baptist Church. It is our desire that you will be helped by this gospel message. Have you ever gone searching for something in your life? Something that you really wanted, something that perhaps you thought you really needed. Maybe in your mind you even justified it and said, well, if I just had this thing, if I just had this possession, if I could just obtain this object, I would feel fulfilled. I would be content. I I would be satisfied if I could get this job. If I had this car. If my house was in this neighborhood, if I had these types of clothes or if I had this income level, then I would be happy. I'd be content. I'd be satisfied. I would be able to say I have enough. If you've ever thought that this morning and had the opportunity to actually go forth and search for that item and you finally got it, I think you would have to agree like I've experienced in my life that that item that I thought I needed That possession, that title, that status, it wasn't what I thought it would be. In fact, once I got it, it left me empty. I did not fulfill. It did not make me content. I was not satisfied. But instead, I moved on to the next thing. Have you ever had that experience before? Is there anyone who could raise their hand so I don't feel like I'm the only one? Thank you. I do appreciate that. I remember one time there was, I went through this phase in my life where I wanted to be a hunter, right? I think it's a worthy goal, right? I wanted to be more manly and I, I wanted to be a hunter. Brother Salzy, I was hoping someone would ask me, but it just never happened, Brother Stroff. I never got the invitation and I thought I went through the course. I got my California hunting uh, license and I was going to be a hunter and I'll never forget I had to sell my wife on the idea of this new rifle that I needed. Not wanted, I'm folks, I'm telling you, I needed it. It was a need in my life, and I'll never forget searching after it. I did my research, I read like 10,000 reviews and watched YouTube videos, and I thought, not only would this make me a good hunter, it'd make me a better man. It would make me a better provider of my home. It would make me a more godly Christian. And I think I may have even told my wife, honey, if I can get this, I promise you, I'll never ask for anything else. Uh, I will be good, I'll be happy, I'll be content, I'll never forget. I searched and I searched, I, you know, I sold things, I saved money, I think I sold one of my kids in the process, and finally, I got the money to purchase that rifle. I, I, I picked the perfect scope, I paired it up perfectly, you know, I ordered it online, it came to the dealer, I filled out the paperwork, I waited those really, really long 10 days that felt like an eternity, and I picked up that rifle. I was so excited I was going to be a hunter. And I, I, the scope came in the mail. I mounted the scope. I went to the range. I sighted it in. And I thought, I'm ready to go. <laughs> Three years later, that rifle sat in my safe, never to be shot again. <laughs> never went out hunting. Yeah. Never, you know, never shot that deer, that, that prize buck. It just didn't happen. And that item that I thought I needed so much. That possession, I thought, if I could just get this, I would be content. I I would be satisfied. I promise I would never want anything. Not only did that not happen, but in that process, I went from thing to thing to thing. There was like 10 other things by the time I finally sold that rifle. There were cars in there, and there were all kinds of things. The point is this. 
So often in life, we think there's something we need. We think if I could just gain this, if I had this, and we go on a search in our lives trying to get this object, this possession, this status, this title, whatever it is, only to realize it doesn't satisfy. It doesn't meet the needs, our needs because here's the reality. The things of this world will never satisfy. The things of this world will never give us fulfillment. They will never give us contentment. We will go from thing to thing to thing, always looking for the next big thing, but never to be satisfied. This, mo- this morning, for a few moments, I'd like to preach a message on this thought. Satisfied. Let's bow together in prayer. Our Heavenly Father, God, I am so thankful that we could come to your house this morning. God, I pray that you would please help me. God, I know how you've used this thought, this message, this sermon, Lord, in my own life and how I needed it. God, I pray now that your Holy Spirit's power would help me as I communicate it. Lord, I pray that you would do the work that I cannot. Work in in every heart, Lord. I pray that you would convict us today of this thought. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. To be satisfied means to gratify the wants, the wishes, the desires to the full extent to supply possession or to enjoyment till no more is desired. It means to be content, to be full, to be able to say, I'm good, I have enough. If we could be honest with ourselves this morning, I don't think that that's a place that we too often find ourselves. I don't think too often we wake up in the morning and say, you know what, I don't need anything else. I am fully filled. There is nothing more in life I want because I'm good, I'm content, I'm satisfied. This morning in John chapter 4, if you would turn there with me, I would like us to look at the story of a woman who just like each and every one of us had that exact same experience. A woman who was searching for something in her life, but never could feel fulfilled. Never came to a point where she said, I'm good, I have enough. Instead, She went searching from well, looking for this, looking for that, but to never find contentment. To give us a little bit of background, Jesus is traveling. He is journeying to Galilee. And on his way to Galilee, he makes a stop in Samaria in the town of Sychar. He sends his disciples to go get provisions, to go get food. And Jesus stops at the well of Jacob there, and there he waits The Bible says in verse number seven, there cometh a woman to Jesus. So there cometh a woman of Samaria to draw water. Jesus saith unto her, give me to drink. I see there's a lot of interesting facts about this lady. I would like to point out that this woman this morning in our text was a searching soul. See, she was on her way looking for something in her life. She had a void. She had an emptiness. And she was on a search to find that something that would meet her needs. I like to point out that she was searching this morning for supply. She came in search of supply. What was that need that she had in her life? It was water. It was a necessity. She came to the well on that day with a water pot to be able to draw water from the well to meet her basic needs of supply, her basic needs of provision. I also find in the story that this woman was not only searching for supply, but that she was searching for social satisfaction. She was looking for a relationship that would give her fulfillment in life. The Bible later tells us that she had six different men in her life. 
She had started this relationship thinking, okay, if I can just find this guy, I will feel fulfilled. I will be satisfied. I will be content. But unfortunately, it did not bring satisfaction. So she went to the next man and the next man. And here now she has a total of six different men in her life that she has been with trying to be fulfilled, trying to find contentment, but not to be found. Not only was she searching for supply, not only was she searching for social satisfaction, she was searching for the spiritual. If you look at me in verse 25, this woman saith unto him, I know that Messiah cometh, which is called Christ. When he is come, he will tell us all things. She had enough religious knowledge that she knew someone was supposed to come that was going to meet her every need. Someone was supposed to come that would fulfill her life, that would redeem her, that would save her. And so this woman was on a search. She was on a search for supply. She was on a search for social satisfaction. She was on a search for the spiritual, but can I say she always came up empty. The reality this morning is that she was, her source was a shallow supply. That no matter what she had gone to, it was never enough. She tried this, it wasn't enough. She tried that, it wasn't enough. She, she enjoyed the pleasures of sin for a season, but in the end it wasn't enough, and so she found herself in a place of solitude. She found herself all alone. The Bible says that she was living in sin, basically. That she had found herself in a sinful situation, going from man to man to man to man to try to find some contentment, to try to find a relationship that would fulfill. She found herself living in sin, which led to her shame status. If you look in verse number six and seven, as Jesus comes into town, he comes at the noon hour, the sixth hour of the day, which is the noon hour. It was not a time where people typically came to the well. The noon hour would have been a time where it was the heat of the day. It would have been hot outside. No one would be outside. The women of that town would have come early in the morning. They would have come later in the evening to draw that water when it was cooler, when the sun had gone down. But I see that this woman came at a very unusual time. She came at a time when no one else was there. Why is that? I believe she came at that time because she was shamed of her sin. I believe she went there because she did not want to have to hear the names. She didn't want people to call out her sin like it was. She didn't want to hear the slander. She didn't want to hear the sarcasm. She didn't want to hear the shame of what others would say about her in her sinful situation. This woman lived in shame. She had a sinful situation. She had a needed supply, which led her to a place of solitude. I'm so glad this morning that that's not where the story ends, though. Because on this day... Just like every other day where she came to the well, looking for that supply just enough to get her through another few days in search of something in her life. I'm glad that on this day there was a seeking Savior. If you look with me in verse 4, the Bible says, and he, talking about Jesus, must needs go through Samaria. See, the Jews and the Samaritans had no dealings with each other. The Jews could not stand the Samaritans. The Samaritans could not stand the Jews. The Jews would have not traveled through Samaria. They would have taken a much longer route to go around the city to avoid any contact with the Samaritans. 
Oh, but I'm glad on this day there was a seeking Savior. And with a divine appointment, Jesus came into Samaria knowing that there would be a woman there who was searching for something in her life, something that she could not find, something there was no supply for, but something that Jesus alone could satisfy. Look what the Bible says in verse number 10 this morning as we go through. In verse number 7, there cometh a woman of Samaria to draw water. Jesus saith unto her, Give me to drink. For his disciples were gone away into the city to buy meat. Then saith the woman of Samaria unto him, How is it that thou, being a Jew, askest drink of me, which am a woman of Samaria? For the Jews have no dealings with the Samaritans. Jesus answered and said unto her, If thou knewest the gift of God, and who it is that saith to thee, Give me to drink, Thou wouldest have asked of him, and he would have given thee living water. The woman said unto him, Sir, thou hast nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. From whence then hast thou that living water? Art thou greater than our father Jacob? Art thou greater than our father Jacob, which gave us the well and drank thereof? Look what Jesus says in verse number 13. Whosoever drinketh of this water shall thirst again. But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst, but the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. See, Jesus said to this woman, ma'am, you don't understand. You've been going to this well. You've been searching for supply. You've been searching for the spiritual, but you've never been fulfilled. You've had to go back again and again and again, only to leave longing, only to leave empty, only to leave still desiring something. But if you can get what I have to give you, you'll never thirst again. You'll never have another need that can't be met. You'll never have to go searching because I have something to give you. Aren't you glad in your life today that at some place, at some time, on some day, there was a divine appointment where someone cared enough to say, let me tell you about Jesus Christ. Come and see this man who's changed my life. Let me show you what Christ can do for you. I'm glad for me. On May 21st, 1991, I was an eight-year-old boy. Say, you must have had great sin in your life. No, I probably didn't. But any sin in my life would have caused me to go to hell for eternity. It doesn't matter how much sin you have. We all have sin. But I'm so glad on that day that when my dad came home from work, I'll never forget. He walked into the house. He kissed my mom and he said, son, I need to see you in your room. That's never a good sign. Immediately I began thinking, oh, no. What did my mom just tell my dad? What did I do today? And which one of my three younger brothers can I blame this on? You know, how can I get out of this? And I'll never forget my dad there at my bedside, open up the word of God. And he said, son, I need to tell you something. Son, I need to let you know that you're a sinner. You have sin in your life. And because of that sin, you deserve to go to a place called hell. But there's a God that loves you. There's a God that sent his son, Jesus Christ, to pay the price for you. And if you'll put your faith and trust in him, you can go to heaven when you die. I'm so thankful today there was a divine appointment in my life. If you're here this morning and you say, I just happened to come today by chance. 
Someone left an invitation at my door and I, here I am. Maybe I saw a bus and I thought I might check out that place. Can I say if you're visiting here today, it's not by chance. You are here by divine appointment this morning. Perhaps you're searching for something in your life. He said, I don't know what it is, but I'm looking for something. You're in the right place today. Can I tell you, your search can be over. Look with me what I see in verse number 12. When he says, are you greater? But then in verse 15, the woman saith unto him, Sir, give me this water that I thirst not, neither come hither to dry. I believe Jesus said to this woman, Ma'am, let me tell you today your search is over because I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. I am the bread of life. I am the light of the world. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh to the Father but by me. I believe Jesus said, I am the living water. Drink of me, you'll never thirst again. I am the peace that passes all understanding. I am King of kings. I am Lord of lords. I am Jesus Christ. And I alone can satisfy your every need. I believe the woman had to look at Jesus and look at her life and think about it. I've been searching. I've been trying. I've been going back to the well over and over again, never to be satisfied. And here is Jesus Christ. And I believe she realized, I don't need more money. I just need Jesus. I don't need a, a nicer place to live. I just need Jesus. I don't need more relationships. I just need Jesus. I don't need more things. I just need Jesus. I believe she might have thought, in him I am full. In him I am good. In him I am content. In him I have everything I will ever need. In Jesus alone I can be satisfied. It's amazing what happens when this woman got satisfied. It's amazing because she didn't go back to her searching. She didn't say, all right, well, that was neat. I got Jesus now. Let me go on throughout my day. She didn't say, well, I got Jesus. I'm satisfied. So let me go back to the same way of living. No, look at me in verse 28. The woman then left her water pot and went her way into the city and saith to the men, come see a man which told me all things that ever I did. Is not this the Christ? Amen. See, I see this woman went searching, but then she found the seeking Savior. Yeah. She was satisfied, and then she became a shouting soul winner. She went running up yeah. and down the street saying, come and see a man. Let me tell you about Jesus. Let me show you Jesus. There's someone here that can satisfy. There's someone here that can meet your every needs. You don't have to keep searching. You don't have to keep longing. That void in your life can be filled. The answer is Jesus Christ. Yeah. Once this woman realized that every need could be fulfilled in Jesus, she ran through the town telling people, come and see a man. The Bible says that the men began to come and a revival begins to break out. And for two days, Jesus stays in this town preaching and teaching. And the Bible says many more believed. As I thought about this thought and the progression from how when she got satisfied with Jesus Christ, the very next thing she did was, I got to tell somebody. I've got to tell somebody. It's too good to keep to myself. I, I, I can't hide this fact that Jesus satisfied my soul. I've got to let other people know. I've got to share the gospel. I've got to tell them, come and see, follow me. This is Jesus Christ. He can satisfy. I was convicted of this thought. I wonder how often. How often in my life do I fail to share the gospel yeah. 
because I'm not satisfied with Christ? How often do I fail to share the gospel because I'm too busy searching for things? Oh, yes, I'm saved. Thankful I'm saved. Oh, yes, I have a home in heaven. Yes, I have a great church and a great church family. But can I say, North Valley Baptist Church, God did not leave us here on planet Earth to continue searching, to trying to gain more things. God has left us here to fulfill the Great Commission, period. I'm so thankful for Brother Oxendine's message on Wednesday night. I, I thought about it over and over again in my life that there is a God who created this entire universe who desires to have a relationship with mankind. Think about that for a moment. God wants to speak with me. God wants to walk and talk with me and I with him. That blows my mind. God this morning wants us to share the gospel of Jesus Christ with others. Here's my challenge to each of us this morning. Can we be satisfied? Fully, wholly content where I don't need anything else. I'm good. I don't have to go to the next thing. I don't need another experience. I don't need nicer this or newer that or bigger this. I can be fully satisfied with Jesus Christ. Can you and I get satisfied with Jesus Christ? Can we be fully content? So satisfied that we have to share it with someone else. We have to shout it for this world around us. You know, as I look at the world around us today, it's obvious to see they're searching. It's obvious to see that they are looking for something that will satisfy. And so they try that the party life, and they go from party to party to party, but it doesn't satisfy. They go from drink to, to drugs to, to this to that, only to realize it doesn't satisfy. And here we are, Christians. We have total satisfaction in Jesus Christ, and we can't shout about it. We can't share it with someone else. We can't get so excited to say, hey, come and see this man, Jesus Christ, who can meet your every need. I wonder if we fail to do that because perhaps in our life, we're not convinced. Perhaps in our lives, we still think there's something out there to be had. That there is something this world can give us that Christ can't meet? It's convicted my life. I wonder this morning, what's the need in your life? The truth is every single one of us has needs. Every one of us has disappointments. Every one of us has trials and temptations and heartaches and burdens in life that we carry. Can I tell you, no matter what your need is today, Jesus Christ can meet your need. He can satisfy your soul. He is the peace that passeth all understanding if we would just turn to him. You say, you know, Brother Fenner, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I can believe what you're saying this morning. It sounds good, and maybe it's good for you, but I don't know about it in my life. Can I say to you this morning, don't take my word for it. See for yourself. Try it out for yourself and see if Jesus can't meet your every need. Look with me in verse 40. So when the Samaritans were come unto him, they besought him that he would tarry with them, and he abode there two days, and many more believed because of his own word. And said unto the woman, Now we believe not because of thy saying, for we have heard him ourselves, and know that this indeed 
is the Christ, the Savior of the world. You know what these people came and said? They said, we believe. We know that Jesus can satisfy. We know he's the Savior. We know he's the Christ. Not because you told us, but because we saw for ourselves. Because we met Jesus ourselves. Because we, we were satisfied ourselves. Now we know. I believe David said it best when he said, when he wrote in Psalm 34, 8, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Well, David must have been in a good place. He must have been in his palace enjoying all the niceties of life. No, David was fleeing for his life. He was running from King Saul who wanted to kill him. And he was in a dark, cold cave. And he wrote this. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. You know what David said? You don't have to take my word for it. Go ahead and try it yourself. See if it's not true. See if Jesus can't satisfy your needs. I believe when you do that, you will find that God can meet your every need. Can Jesus really satisfy? Well, the Apostle Paul in Philippians 4, in a jail chained to a guard, wrote this. Not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. He said, I'm good. I know I'm in a prison cell. I know I, I'm chained to a guard. I, I don't know what lies ahead. I could die tomorrow, but can I say, I'm good. I have enough. I'm full. I'm satisfied. How could the Apostle Paul say that? Well, in verse 13, he tells us, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. Whatever your need is this morning, Christ can satisfy your need. Whatever the burden, whatever the trial, whatever the heartache is in your life today, Jesus can meet your need. Amen. So often we look to this world looking for hope, looking for joy, looking for answers, looking for something that will satisfy. But church family, can I tell you this morning, you'll never find anything. There is nothing in this world that can satisfy. Only Jesus can satisfy. I wonder this morning, can you bring your need to Jesus? Whatever it is, that heartache in your life, can you come to an altar and pray and say, Jesus, I'm giving it to you. I'm going to be content. I'm going to be satisfied. I'm going to be full. Whatever you have in your life, Jesus can meet your need. If you're here this morning and you don't know Jesus Christ is your Savior, you are here this morning by divine appointment. It's not an accident you're here. It's not by chance. You have come today in your search because there's a seeking Savior. Jesus Christ wants to save your soul today. Would you let him? Could you be like this woman who said, my search is over. I found Jesus. There's nothing else I'll ever need. In just a moment, I'm going to ask Brother Martinez to sing a song for our invitation. And I believe that Jesus Christ would want to meet your every need today. See, it's not about if Jesus can meet your need. It's not if he can satisfy your soul this morning. It comes down to the question, will you let him? Can you and I be satisfied with Jesus today? I believe we can. I believe as Christians, if we could just get satisfied with Christ, I wonder what kind of reach we could have in the world around us. I wonder what kind of influence. I wonder those who could come to Christ because... They saw to the satisfaction in our lives. Thank you for listening to the audio preaching podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. For more information about our ministry or to find out how to get in contact with us, visit our website at nvbc.org. 
May God bless you as you serve Him this week.